0: What's popping, podcast peeps? Tongue twister time. Alright, so quick episode I wanted to share with you. I wanted to share with you on this evening, beautiful evening walk. 11, 10, 37. Lightning across this beautiful Floridian sky um, as I walk here. But literally three, three lessons that I've identified um during my course of spending well over at this point a million dollar a month on facebook um at the age of 20 and when i say spending it's obviously not my money as much as i'd love to i'm not yet a millionaire um 20 year old millionaire though it is in the process it is in the works but managing other people's money clients money uh agencies money money and um really understanding what it takes to reach a level, um, seven figures going literally through me, as you will, or at least me managing the flow of it. And enough rambling, what I've learned doing so. And it has literally nothing to do with the strategies of scaling, monitoring, or creating ads. That was the biggest takeaway. When I started doing Facebook ads, learning the skill, because all it is is a skill that comes with experience and practice and failure and wins, I wanted to learn how do I scale the ad, right? How do I make magic happen? What what copy should I write? What audiences should I pick? Should I do manual bidding? Should I do auto bidding? Right? All these things that overcomplicate the process. as much as I like to say it, and like to, like to say that um, the skill is important, you can learn the skill. The skill is not difficult, right? Once you have a process in place, once you just put in the work, literally put in the work, that becomes easy. But the second part, which is a lot harder to master, is literally the self-mastery aspect of it. And what I found consistently, and this is lesson number one, and I'm getting chicken pox sharing this. But the state of your ad account, whether it's profitable, where it's spending, how much it's spending, Why, while it is obviously something that you can't directly control because you're dealing with consumer behavior, um, you're dealing with demographics, right? Psychographics that, as much as you love to, can't control the human mind or other people's mind just yet. But, from what I've seen, managing counts lasted seven months, eight months, ten months, is that the ad account is a direct expression of your internal state and your ability to master yourself. So give you, let me give you an example. Times when I've um, masturbated extremely on extreme occasions at uh, times when I did not take care of my body times when I did not sleep I did not drink I was in negative relationships um, I would na- not take the time for myself to self-educate right all these patterns emerging in other aspects of my life slowly started to blend over in my ability to manage ads, right? I would act more emotionally inside the ad account. I would act more impulsively. I would take less good decisions. I would try to take the shortcut, right? All parameters which are similar in other areas, right? If I take a shortcut of my health because I love to eat, how is that parent pattern going to emerge in my ability to manage ads, right? Same thing. And when I slowly started to realize that, well, I stopped masturbating. I started drinking more water, allowing myself more to sleep, walking more on a daily basis, allowing myself to think, exercising every single day, at least an hour, 30 minutes, right? And when I saw that trend, I was able to think more clearly, but also allowed those patterns and habits to manifest themselves in my ability to manage ads. And it's not rocket science. It's not magic woo woo, blah, blah, blah. It's as a being, the results that you put out there, the actions, right? Literally what goes in must come out. If you put in shit, if you put in shit habits within yourself, if you put in shit relationships, shit emotions, shit foods, how will that express itself in your ability to create? Because as you create ads, all it is is creation. Same thing why I alluded to masturbations at my very first point is because your sperm, or whatever you want to call it. What I've noticed, at least from my personal experiences, may not be directly clearly for you. I know high-level athletes, um, not friends, but I've heard of, who masturbate before game and it makes them perform better. And that's great for them. But for me, I've noticed that every single time I masturbated, I felt, my, I felt tired, right? You feel, whoo? you want to relax, right? Oh, I fall asleep, bruh, <laughs> right? And that sort of takes away your body's ability to produce energy and creative power into other aspects of your life. And when I noticed I stopped six months ago is when my energy started to boost again. I felt more energetic, more happy, more boundless. I was able to focus my energy on other other ventures, right? Versus just instant pleasure. So that was number one. Number one was realizing that literally what goes in must go out, my environment and myself are intertwined and are a byproduct of each other, that was key number one, not scaling strategies. And number two, lesson number two now, which directly correlates with lesson number one is that your ad account, how well it's doing, is an expression of your comfort zone, right? Because I've always noticed when I was spending ads, at first I wasn't more comfortable than spending more than 50 bucks a day. 50 freaking bucks a day. I was not comfortable doing that, right? And every time I tried to scale past that, somehow I'd add more ads, but it wouldn't just die down back to 50 bucks a day. Two months later, three months later, I was spending up to 500 bucks a day and that was my comfort zone that's where it had capped every time i try to scale the ads scale them back down somehow it always stayed at 500 bucks a day much like your weight right you can eat all you want you can try to fast all you want but your body somehow always finds that state of homeostasis again right your self-identity and just like your ad account now, if you work on a day-to-day, it day-to-day, becomes part of your identity, so does it associate to your comfort zone and your ability to um, scale or s- lay back that said ad spend, right? So spanning your comfort zone, right? Directly correlated with it, and that's something that I learned. So when I started to expand my comfort zone in other areas of my life, right? Talking to people I did not know, doing cold outreach, relating with others, um, exercising when I didn't feel like it, right? All, all, these, all these attempts to transcend that comfort zone. Well, I was able to shift and expand my comfort zone in the ad account by applying the skills and the logical reasoning I had built to build up to the level I was currently at, right? Because I was no longer intimidated by the feeling of discomfort. I was experiencing it in other areas of my life. See, it was not that bad. And also, something I want to mention back to real world, number one is if you have a money problem, forget about money at running ads. If you have a personal money problem, <laughs> I can guarantee you that that will reflect itself Um, in the ad account, right? So it's all about attracting abundance, isn't it? So number one, self-mastery. Number two, comfort zone. And what is number three? Number three relates to Pareto's law. Pareto's law. (laughs) Pareto's law, which is the 80-20 rule. If you look at most people who manage ad accounts, where do they spend 80% of their time? Inside the fucking ad account, right? Managing ads, scaling ads, trying trying manual bidding, trying different audiences, trying lookalike audiences, trying CBO versus versus ad set budget optimization, trying seven day click attribute cl- uh, conversion window versus one day click and view attribution window, right? Trying different pixels. And while that works, while that enables you to optimize the ads, definitely a thousand percent, it is not what is going to change your campaign around. It is not something that's going to allow you to be from unprofitable to profitable, wildly profitable. It will allow you to go from a 1.2 to a 1.5x ROAS. It will allow you maybe to go from a 1.2 to a 2x ROAS. But it's not going to allow you to go from a 1x ROAS to a 5x, 4x, right? So you may be asking, well, how do I get from 1 to a 5x ROAS? Well, if 80% of them are spending 80% of the time inside of the ad account and 20% of it writing copy, Learning about the avatar. Identifying what the core needs and desires and problems the ideal customer is experiencing. Well, then what do you think successful marketers do? And what the top 1% do? Well, literally that. They spend 80% of their time doing market research. Listening and observing their ideal customer. 80% of their time interacting with them, asking them questions, looking at the reviews on Amazon, right? After that, positioning the product, working on the offer, how can I make it more appealing to them, increasing the angle, improving it, right? Testing different angles, brainstorming, taking walks, adapting it. And then, once you've identified all that, once you've gathered all of it, then, Crunching it up into a concise step by step strategy and then taking 20 minutes to implement it implemented all of the ad account and then letting it go. And then testing it stimulus and response wise uh, to optimize it, etc. But do you see now how, as much as we like to think of media buying and Facebook ads, as purely a scientific um skill scientifically oriented skill how much it is of a how much it is a an art in and of itself right an art as well the art of self-mastery the art of creative power the art of managing the offer because really what i can tell you is Working on shitty offers and working on good offers. The good offer is the one that gets you 5-4x consistently. You don't have to spend that much time in the ad account. The offer freaking sells itself. If people want to buy, they're gonna buy your shit when they see it. Right? But if you have a shitty product and a shitty offer, it does not matter how much CBO you freaking do. People aren't gonna buy. It. And they're not gonna buy it because they can't relate with your offer. Why can't they relate? Because your ad copy sucks. Your angles suck. Your marketing sucks. You can't connect with them. So, yeah, that's basically where we stand in the modern world. Everyone wants to learn how to run the freaking Facebook ads, everyone wants to learn how to do the CBR. When it has nothing to do with that. It's gonna get you incremental results, yes, 1.2 to 1.7, sure, 0.5% increase, great. But how'd you get from the 1.2 to the 5X, right? So anyways, you get the point, you understand by then. So what can you implement from this lesson? What can you implement and apply, whether you're doing media buying, whether you're a coach, trying to sell high-ticket clients, whether you're a digital marketer selling high-ticket clients, whether you're selling e-books, right? can you implement from this lesson? Well, biggest thing number one is stop cutting corners in other areas of your life. As above, so below, would manifest itself in your relationship with self, would manifest itself with your relationship with others, the way you see others, the way you eat, the way you treat your body, the way you treat your mom, the way you walk, the way you express yourself, the way you interact with others stop cutting corners in those areas of your life. They will directly, in some form, some way or not, another, whether you know it or not, will express themselves into your ability to express your skill, your creative power, and the energy, the vibrations, the good vibes, that you give up to your world and to the people around you. Right, so stop cutting corners, invest into yourself, Grow that self. Number two, expand your freaking comfort zone every day. Aim to feel uncomfortable at least once a day. Whether that's going up to someone you don't know and asking them a question. Whether that's working out early in the morning even though you didn't feel like it. Whether that's doing a phone call. Whether that's um, calling someone, connecting with someone you haven't talked to in a while. Whether that's... Running downtown with your freaking underwear, right? Whatever whatever rocks are about, do it. You will feel better and you'll be comfortable with uncomfortability, Have that's the word. You will be able to grow in the skill that you're developing. And the number three is <laughs> instead of spending 80% of your time producing noise, spending energy, right? Spend uh, talking, flapping your lips, blah, 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 blah. Spend 80% of your time listening. Observing yourself, number one, and what your creative power has to say. Remove the noise, remove the clutter, and listen. Don't just hear, listen to what others have to say. And you will truly realize that. Um, how creative energy just comes through you. You know no, you are no longer hunting. You are being hunted by the creative ideas, because now you become a fly trap to these ideas. Do you see what I mean? So, number one, self mastery. Don't cut any corners. Number two, expand your comfort zone into every aspect of your life. And number three, listen. Become a fly trap. Position yourself with 40, the creative ideas, the epiphanies, what you're ultimately after, will manifest, express themselves, and literally come sit down in your lap, right? You cannot go to the cat, the cat must come to you. So hope that was helpful to you. Hope you enjoy this podcast episode on what I learned spending over a million dollars on Facebook at age 20. And I hope to see you next time. Have a good night.